Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Well, sometimes the truth comes out, and uh, we are we're going to talk a little bit about that today because the question is this. Can it be effectively used? The truth, I mean to move people in their thinking. You know, this goes beyond elections, but, it you know, this show is Political Coffee, right? And I'm your host, Jeff Krupp, former state representative, fifth-generation Oregon farmer. And I, I got to tell you that so much of what we talk about is, is really meant to give you hope that sanity can return to Oregon and sanity can return to your world, folks. And to America. And frankly, to the world at greater large as we see the incredible fast pace by which uh, globalism and World Economic Forum and world takeover on every area of our life and Biden signing an executive order, which is unconstitutional, in my opinion, uh, saying that uh, we're going to abide by whatever the WHO says when it comes to pandemics, giving, in essence, a socialist, if not a communist organization, unaccountable really to anybody, the power to shut us down, shut down your life. That's happening in record pace. The effects that linger from Kate Brown's lockdowns in our schools, in our businesses, in our lives and how that's impacted us, it lingers. And as the truth of so many things begins to emerge, Will it make a difference in people's lives? Will it make a difference in elections? So much to talk about today. Welcome to the show. And I'm going to get into it here because there's just a ton of stuff. But I want to, first of all, thank all of you who showed up last night at the political coffee clatch at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill. And thank you to Janice Dysinger for driving down from Portland to update us on all the things going on in Oregon elections right now. She is, along with um, Anna from Marion County, I think are the, the top citizens in terms of understanding Oregon election law and what's going on. They're involved in Oregon People's Vote, which was there last night. Thank you, Anna, and others. I mean, they're, by the way, folks, this Saturday, they are going out again to go knock on doors of people that they're asking based on data that they've collected 
if everybody in that household is actually registered to vote, that is registered to vote, there's actually lives there. And it, did they vote? Now, we know that, some of that. But the whole purpose of that is for Oregon people's vote to find evidence, which they are finding, of illegal voting activities. Not of people in the House, but of people that are registered to vote there because that don't live there, because that's illegal. And they're getting affidavits or declarations signed about that. And the whole goal of that, as it is across the country, and as it is here all across Oregon in various counties, is for citizens groups to talk to voters on lists that have been created because of a number of factors that just look suspicious. And if people want to talk to them, great. And if they don't, they move on because not everybody does. But if they go door to door to do that, they're going to do that. They did it last Saturday. They're going to do it again this coming Saturday. Thank you to Oregon People's Vote for doing that because that establishes what? The truth. Also this Saturday at the state capitol is a gun rally against Measure 114. And by the way, the Oregon Firearms Federation has a great piece today. It's called The Media is Lying and They're Losing. It was actually out yesterday. And they start out by saying, we have what we hope will be good news on ballot measure 114. A poll published by the Oregonian shows only 51% of Oregon voters support this. Why would that be good news, they write? Well, they go on to say, because the article's not only slanted, but there's all the money that's being pumped in here from Gabby Giffords, from the Oregon Raindrop Fund, 48000 from Oregon Alliance for Gun Safety, 20000 from the Nurses United PAC, 10000 from Kate Brown, 10000 from the ACLU. And guess what? They can only get to 51%. Then they go talk about how the media refuses to tell the truth about Measure 114. I'll have that up on the show plan today. Then this is important because, you know, one of the things that we talked about last night at the political coffee clutch is we had a measure, uh, a person there who works very closely with Oregon Firearms Federation which apparently the NRA is missing in action on this. Oh, they say they're doing things behind the scenes. Well, I, yeah, I would like to see what they are. Because frank, frankly, what we learned last night from the representative for the No on Measure 114 committee is that, and anecdotally from other people, there, is that most people do not know what Measure 114 is. And it sounds good to them until you educate them. This is why what we do on the show and your participation in changing your world is so important. Because it ain't coming out. Now, as we were meeting last night, there was a governor's debate going on. I don't see a lot about that this morning. But I do know, because Dale was listening and Dale was texting me, that um, 
There were some fireworks last night between Betsy Johnson and Tina Kotek on the issue of guns. And that Betsy held her ground. Now, she not only needs to hold her ground, but if she can win, and there's an interesting article, by the way, today, that the Oregon governor's race is a national article. And it was published in Central Oregon Daily. The Oregon governor's race is a toss-up, including Betsy. A representative from the Cook Political Report, which is supposed to be this um, renowned, accurate uh, report nationally, says it's a toss-up, and they moved it from Democrat, leaning Democrat, to a toss-up. That representative is a lady by the name Taylor, and and on this story, you can watch her video. Listen to this. Drazen's path to victory again. Really, there's no path without Betsy Johnson in the race. Now, why would that be? Because doesn't that fly in the face of the Oregonian poll? Yeah, kind of does. Which, by the way, and I talked a little bit about this last night, which, by the way, the Oregonian poll is, they're still not releasing, and it's not the Oregonian. It's the polling company is not releasing the crosstabs. This is the data whereby they reached their conclusions. They're not telling us what that and why that's important. I'll tell you why. Because if you don't have an honest poll, you're not going to get an honest answer to the questions. The data about who they ask and where those people live is all important. I know because I do this, folks. They still are not releasing it. And that'll tell us, because that same poll is the poll that the Oregon Firearms Federation is showing, has only, Measure 114 only has 51%. Let me tell you something. As a guy who does polling sometimes, and working with professionals who do it every day, if you have a ballot measure like that and it doesn't have 60% right now, it ain't gonna pass. Unless... Our side doesn't do anything to make it, well, the truth to come out about it. Remember, this this show today is about the truth coming out, and lots of it. And Ronnie, hang on, I'm going to get to in a second. There's a crime poll. That's the truth. That's the Oregonian ad that defunding the police was an epic lie. This is an Oregon Catalyst story. Unpopular liberal fail. It's so bad that I saw an ad this morning, Andrea Salinas, the leftist running against Mike Erickson, has an ad accusing Mike Erickson of what we talked about yesterday, he's threatening to sue her, of felony drug possession. He was never charged with that. They're continuing to run the ad. He needs to get a cease and desist order immediately because it's absolutely untrue. And the Oregon article about it yesterday said it was untrue. Now, again, truth, right? She's running an ad that says she's against defunding the cops. What? First Democrat I've heard say that. Anyway, got to go to the phones. Uh, 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talking. Lots to talk about. Ronnie, you're up. Go. 
Yeah, Miss Salinas, draw out CD6. She did vote against the cops in this last section session, and at the same time, Erickson got to get some bullets and get an attorney to stop this mess, and he needs to talk to us, the people. Just like Officer Hooks Drazen needs to get off her posterior and, and keep Christy Cream Christy out of this damn state. And the last thing I will address, what's going on with the recall effort against Oswald in Salem, people? I don't hear nothing. People have been asking me where to go. Get signs, but yet y'all quiet like Drazen. What the heck's up? Can you give so me an answer, good, my brother? Good question. Um, so here's what I'm going to do: is I'm going to ask uh, whoever's involved in the recall race of the three Salem Kaiser School District board members. Send me an email, Jeff at twelve twenty dot am or Jeff at kslm dot news, with the link to your website where people can contact this campaign to get both petitions and signs. I'm tired of lust. I'm tired of racist groups to let nature trash and life for crops, you know that letters BLM and uh, Aunt Rat Tifa. And we know they're coming back before the end of this uh, cycle. They've got to get their paycheck from those that wants to divide, discourage, <laughs> and, and correct. They're paid to riot and destroy? Really? Oh, Who come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Jeffy, uh, hang on. I'll get you on the other side of the break. The All truth. Right. There's lots more to talk about with the truth. What does it mean and can we use it effectively? 620, back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty minutes past the top of the hour. In a moment, we'll go to Kathy. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. We are, by the way, thanks to uh, many of you, uh, Mo and Art and others that are making contact with local candidates since I put the word out yesterday. We want to do interviews with local candidates, county commissioner candidates, legislative candidates and others. Thank you to you that are working on that. I appreciate that very much. Also, Got an update for you from Christina Mollimon. Yesterday's day two of her trial back in Washington, D.C., where prayer and the right to pray in public is on trial. The First Amendment. By the way, uh, the governor's debate, if you saw it last night, what were your impressions? It, and, and, I, and I want an honest assessment from you all. I, we didn't because we were obviously meeting at the political coffee clutch. But what were your impressions? Do hmm? you think it changed anybody's minds? Did anybody watch it? Dale did, and he was texting me, and here's what he wrote. He said, Kotech harp incessantly 
against guns, Second Amendment, in the debate. I actually suspect she may have run even the liberals off. Betsy more than held her ground, bro. Drazen was rather subdued. Betsy was a badger scrapping hard. Betsy can string together sentences. Stream together, rather. Rarely stutters or stumbles over her words. I hate stuttering hosts and guests. I have to tell you that I had a friend call me uh, who has listens to the show and has occasionally been on this show, Scott Rotor from... Um, from Springfield and he watched the first debate and he said this to me he said Betsy really came across in a commanding manner in that she has a grasp of the subjects of what's going on now that's music to my ears as her supporter but here's the problem None of the ads that I'm seeing from her, there's a story today about Phil Knight just gave her another $2 million on the 1st of September. None of the stories that I'm, or, or not stories, but none of the ads that I'm seeing really reflect that. That's a huge mistake. Betsy has to step up her advertising. She expects to win this thing. But as the Cook Political Report acknowledges... Without Betsy in the race, Christine Drazen doesn't have a chance. That's what they're saying. And that's not based on this Oregonian poll that you can't find the crosstabs to know if it's real or not. It's based on other polls. It's based on their political analysis. Isn't that interesting? I think it's very interesting. So also, Freedom Heating and Air can keep you cool, because we've got some hot days happening here, folks. Give them a call if your air conditioning system, your HVAC system is not working right. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. They'll get out to your home and they'll get it, or your business, by the way. Get it fixed right away. One of the things they do really well. 580-1456 or check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. We'll go to the phones. We'll go to Kathy. Kathy, thanks for hanging on. Good morning. I watched it last night. And uh, I've got a, my phone down. Um, so Tina's answer to the gun violence in Portland is to remove the guns. The thing that got stuck in my craw was why don't they keep the perpetrators in, behind bars so that they can't quit using guns and stealing guns and whatever. So it's just the same old thing. I don't know. I don't well, it, it depends on your skin debate, color. But it I don't know why they, color, the other Kathy. two didn't rebut and, and ask that question. The guns are not shooting themselves. <laughs> yeah but if you're white and you pull a gun to defend yourself in Portland you get charged with a crime if you're a black gangbanger and you pull a gun and you shoot somebody well the cops have a hard time finding you why well because 
first of all, nobody wants to talk because the gangbangers are very intimidating because they know nothing's going to happen to them. And this can be re- – and the second thing is they know that, well, the di- district attorney's office is going to give them a little extra leeway. Sort of like if you're See, that's the problem. Yes, it is. But it's not the gun. It's the criminals, and they're letting them out. I just hope that I just hope that Oregonians can think their way out of Tina Kotex's uh, rhetoric. I don't know. Well, I hope so too. Thank you, uh, because it's a lot more than just guns. There's a story today about this Oregon State Trooper pulls over a driver, finds enough fentanyl in this car to kill three million. People. Yep, I saw that. Now, this election is a lot more than about guns or abortion. It's about an open border and a governor like Kate Brown and Tina Kotek that do everything in their power to say to the illegals coming across the border and the drugs coming with them, hey, come to Oregon. We'll make it easy for you. Feel it in your heart and feel it It's not good, folks. But there's hope. There's hope when the truth comes out, and I got lots to talk about with the truth. I also got to talk to Art on the other side of the break. Jim writes an email. A new catchphrase, charging radius. Half a million dollars for a school bus that's good, an electric school bus that's good for 80 miles on a charge. What? I'm so happy he writes that our children are saving the planet. Or that we're saving the planet for the Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-four minutes before the top of the hour. Welcome back to Political Coffee, talking about the truth today. When the truth really gets exposed, what happens? Does it move people? When they realize they've been lied to? Like in polls that don't reflect the truth? When they realize, according to the Oregon Firearms Federation piece today, that they're being lied to by the media about Measure 114. By the way, I uh, got a, uh, let's see, uh, from someone who shall not be named, says, I like the way you started your program this morning. Closest you've come to identifying the problem. Communism is here in our government. As Yuri Bezmenov said, there's only ever one way to get them out, and not enough people want to. If this next election does not work the way we need, it will need that only ever solution. Yikes. And then, uh, as a postscript said, email the no on 114 people for a sign. They asked where I was. I offered to go get it, offered a donation, nothing yet. Where can I get a sign? I will pay for my own gas to go get them. Great question. You can come to the rally this Saturday at noon across from the state capitol. It's a no on 114 rally. They will have signs there. I know that. 
because I know the guy bringing the signs, okay? And you can carry a gun there. That is not off limits. The Capitol building, yes, is off limits. You can concealed carry. You can open carry. On the Capitol Mall at the fountains, that's where the, the rally's going to be. Come, join us and take a stand against an unconstitutional confiscation of your guns. In essence, that's what it becomes. You can't even buy a gun. That's where this is going to end up. Oh, and if you think they'll stop there, they won't. They will literally get to the point, that's my prediction to you, if this passes and it's not struck down in court as being completely unconstitutional, the next thing they will do is they will come for your guns. They will pass a law in Oregon that literally not just bans so-called assault weapons, which will be everything, but that will make it illegal to possess them, and you have to turn them in. They've already tried that. So come to the rally this Saturday. You want to take a stand for your Second Amendment right. Julie writes an email to Betsy clearly won the debate. Her answers were clear, concise, and coherent. Betsy acknowledged the existence of Oregon east of the Cascades, a concept Portland liberals do not understand. She was logical on the fire problems. First management, second firefighting. The other two talked about firefighting. When the fire starts, it's too late. Tina was spouting the usual liberal drivel about guns, drugs, and abortion. The name-calling began and was confined to Tina, particularly her closing statement, which was a name-calling tirade. Not a good plan. Wow. That's interesting. So also is your opportunity to live pain-free. And I mean that if you use CBD. That's why I urge you to do what I do. I buy CBD products that are all natural. They don't get you hot. And they literally make me feel better. Sometimes I overdo it and I get aching muscles and aching joints. Sometimes I don't sleep as well. And I use CBD from only ProBioscience, company based here in Salem. Only ProBioscience. Now, I'm telling you folks, if you want to get away from drugs, this is your opportunity. This is your opportunity to get all natural pain relief. And, and I do that with CBD. Go to pro, uh, not pro bioscience, go to hempandcbdoutlet.com, hempandcbdoutlet.com. And you can get great CBD products, very high quality products that you can trust are absolutely the best. Absolutely the best. Use the discount code FALL, the word FALL, F-A-L-L, for October, this month, and you get 15% off. Any of our great products, including pet products that we use on our, our wonderful Gracie dog, who's now 13 years of age. Anyway. Hemp and CBD outlet, use the discount code FALL. Go to the phones, as promised. Art, thanks for hanging on. I do appreciate it. What Did you watch the debate or hear it last night? Uh, no, I was actually 
busy doing a poll got called last night really oh yeah uh eric erickson and salinas uh most definitely it's a well put together poll of course <laughs> I, I i laughed at a few things that they were uh polling about actually had me rake Kate Brown, rate, <laughs> okay. rate Donald Trump, uh, along with the questions concerning Erickson and Salinas. Okay. Testing me out and, uh, you know, about the issues and stuff. It was a well put together poll. It will be interesting to see the results. I imagine they will come out real soon because we're we're coming down to crunch time. Uh, also, Jeff, check out the article in the Statesman about um, the uh, Scalados oil uh, race. Uh, it's an interesting article, <laughs> definitely. Uh, but you know. It's plain and simple. The Democrats are doing their usual stuff, telling lies about candidates to try to muddy the waters and win the election because they can't win on the issues. So, <laughs> any questions, Yeah, Because obviously, um, politics as usual with the Democrats and issues with the Republicans. Uh, and we win that debate. Well, we do. So question is, debates are one thing. The ability to get the message out that really um, moves voters is another thing and so i i'm art i'm talking to yesterday to a political consultant that i've worked with for a long time brilliant thinker and and we're talking about the debates and how well betsy has done and and this person is very down on betsy okay and this person just said it doesn't matter how you do in the debates because nobody watches them what matters is what you're spending in mass media that gets to the bulk of the voters. So let me ask you that question. Who do you think is winning the ad war debate? Well, I can tell you in my opinion, uh, because they're doing a lot of talk shows, uh, and that is Christine. I don't know if you know this, but she's Oh, she's all interviewed. over. Yeah, I mean, I she, she's been on Fox News numerous. I guess Betsy was on Fox News the other day, too. She uh -huh. probably will be well, more with these articles coming up about, you know, that it's going to be, um, it's, it's a, it's a toss-up. Yeah. Well, Christine did a segment with, uh, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, 
she did really good in the interview and stuff. And so, uh, I think that's where the winning will be because people don't believe a lot of the stuff that comes out in, in the fake news as Trump, uh, says it. Yeah. Yeah, because they know all right. Thanks, Art. I I I got to move on to other callers. I appreciate you waiting, and uh, and sharing your thoughts about being as part of a great day. God bless you. I'm glad you were uh, participating in that poll. Uh, Let's go to Gary. Gary, and then uh, Bruce. We'll try to Bruce. I may have to hold you over uh, the break. So yeah, Gary. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, go Ducks. Go for the bees last weekend. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just four interceptions and uh, can ruin your yeah, whole that's game. That's all. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I did watch the debate. I thought Christine and uh, Betsy did well. I thought they kind of tied. I thought Kotek lost completely. Apparently, she had nothing to do with anything that's happened. It's all the Republicans' fault. That's all those other two's fault. She didn't do anything. The interest. Oh. Yeah, hang, hang on. I'll, I'll take you on the other side, Gary. And Bruce, you hang on, too. Just two minutes away. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. David wants to know more information on the gun rally this Saturday. I, I know I saw a flyer, but I don't see it on the Stop Measure 114.com uh, website. Um... I'm not seeing it on the uh, Oregon Firearms Federation website. I know it is at noon this Saturday on the Capitol Mall. John also says the left's reaction to Measure 114. There's only one reason for the huge amounts of money being dumped into the campaign by the left and the skewed poll just released. It's afraid. Yes, they're afraid. They're afraid they might lose. We're afraid they might win. Be afraid. That's why you got to stand up, educate your friends. The stop114.com website is great for that. Back to the phones. Bruce, you hang on. I need you to finish up with Gary here. Gary, go. Yeah, Jeff. Uh, I thought that, I thought that uh, those two did fine. The interesting question to me was about the mandates and are you going to go back to uh, locking people up and everything else? And the two answered it fine, and then Kotex started talking about teachers' unions, and it was just trying to avoid it completely. 
But what, one of the things I want to quickly talk about, we had our first meeting last night about starting a legal challenge to the mandates and to the vaccine uh, and suing uh, people in uh, for some of these victims that have lost their jobs uh, and so forth because of the mandates. And it was amazing. We had uh, so many people that got fired because they refused to take the, the vaccine one lady had to quit the the dental program. She's uh, went through pre med, was in her first year of becoming a dentist, and she had to re- she had to quit because she wouldn't take the vaccine, and she was harassed to the nth degree, to where she had to wear a, a label that she was unva- an unvaxed and called every name in the book because of it. Uh, when are you going to launch that web that uh, lawsuit? Uh, we're in the process. Well, there already are a couple hundred people uh, as plaintiffs, and our next meeting, we're going to hopefully have the attorneys there that it will uh, lay out a, a path for it. But this was our initial meeting that we we're announcing that we're doing this. Uh, and uh, we haven't obviously got the details of how this works, and it's going to take a long time, but we do have the PAC set up, the necessary funding uh, method, and we're just the initial initial stages, but we want to, I, I, I want blood for this. Well, blood has been shed for it, sadly, um, I have to say. Thanks, uh, Gary. Keep us in the loop on that and how... Uh, people can both be aware of it and help out because that's an issue that ain't going away, folks. Believe me. No, it just started. All right. Go Beavs. See you, Gary. Go Ducks. Talk to you. Uh, let's go to Bruce. Bruce, good morning. Thanks for hanging on. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Happy Wednesday to you and your listeners. Hey, this whole thing about gun confiscation, we have some liberal friends up in the Portland area, and unfortunately we have to listen to them sometimes. But they were preaching about it and simply told them who is going to confiscate these guns. Are they going to send out the sheriffs, the state police, the local city police? People that own ARs are freedom-loving Americans, and they're going to take the DPS from these different organizations in government, and these are the people who are going to stand up. And I can guarantee you, they try to start coming door-to-door taking guns from people, from legal gun owners. You're going to have blood in the streets. And that's not going to be a joke. And you're going to quickly run out of police because they're going to be grossly outgunned and outmanned. Well, so Measure 114 doesn't specifically confiscate guns. Now, you're talking about something that's broader than just Measure 114. You know, if they were to be so stupid to try that, that would be the but, but, But that's... That's where it's going, Bruce. This is where they want to go. And and they're well, going to use the excuse that is in Measure 114 that limits you to only having a 10-round magazine. They're going to use that as the excuse then to go knock on your door well, and say, hand us I over your 10-round magazine. I was looking at last night, and that's uh, I'm looking to buy a 50 BMG, and it only has a 10-round magazine. <laughs> <laughs> 
but but Bruce, you don't need more than ten rounds, right? You you are right. I was I spent many years in the Marines. You're correct. I don't need more than ten. We had a saying in the Marines you called don't. "One shot, one kill." Well, absolutely. And your uh, your best friend as a Marine is your rifle, isn't it? Oh, it is. It is. And I have a lot of best. So. Friends. <laughs> what the the story, Bruce, you've just articulated is what needs to happen all across the state of Oregon, specifically on as it deals with Measure One Fourteen. But moving forward, looking beyond Measure One Fourteen, and that's you having conversations with people in your world. And right now, a lot of people, Bruce, don't understand what Measure One Fourteen is all about. And my prediction to you is that we're soon going to see ads that completely distort. Measure one fourteen, completely, and it's well. This is be my girlfriend who's uh, immigrated here from the from Ukraine twenty some odd years ago. I she was initially a liberal because that's all she was taught, but she has learned now with us together that whatever liberals put out literally think the opposite, and that is the truth. Thank you, Bruce. I appreciate it. Got to go quickly to Jess. Jess, good morning. Good morning. Hey, uh, hey, speaker's off. All right. Anyways, I just wanted to inform you yesterday, 1 o'clock p.m. on 1190KX, uh, the Mark Mason Show, the Secretary of State was interviewed, and she was saying that uh, these people going around knocking on doors doing this survey uh, were harassing people and intimidating people, and what they're doing is criminal. And you need to know that. You obviously don't know that. And you got to remember that the Democratic Party is the party of hate and lies. And so these people going out and doing what they're doing at your guys' behest are walking on dangerous territory. They better record every activity and every move because people will be more than willing to lie about them and what's going on. I think that's great advice. I truly do. I think that that you are spot on because the next move by the left, after we bring forward proof of lots mm -hmm. of voter fraud, the next move will be pass a state law, Jess, that says you can't go knock on doors after an election. You can do it before because that would help the unions, you know, yeah, pick well, up all those ballots. None of that means anything if you have a police force that won't honor the Constitution and would enforce ballot measure 114 or any other such animal it's a no-brainer you know the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed period in the conversation so what's what what, what are we what are we debating here the fact is the cops will join in so they can keep their paycheck and they will shoot you or anybody else law means nothing i hope to you're them. wrong i fear i'm not you're That's right the way they act Thanks, all Jess. the time Appreciate we're at the end of the show. Folks, I'm probably going to have to continue this conversation about what happens when the truth is known because there's a lot <laughs> I didn't even come close to getting to. Today. I promise I'll do better tomorrow.